Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. Make no mistake. If you're an author, you're an entrepreneur. You're selling the world on your book, aren't you? Of course, it's not as easy as launching a business and then tossing any old book up on Amazon. That's why I help entrepreneurs publish books on the specific topic and in the specific way that will launch or grow their businesses. Welcome to Entrepreneur Publishing Academy with your professor, Anna David. Well, hello there. Welcome to Entrepreneur Publishing Academy with your professor, Anna David. It's brought to you by Book Elevator Pitch. You need a book elevator pitch if you're going to do what I'm going to talk about in this episode. Even if you don't, God, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't have a book elevator pitch, what are you doing? Go to bookelevatorpitch.com to get a template which has examples. So I am so organized this year that I have recorded for you ahead of time this episode on how to make writing a book your New Year's resolution and actually follow through. Now, I know a lot of you are already writing your books, so all of this is relevant. Maybe you want to start a new one. Maybe you want to finish the one that you're writing now, or maybe you want to start one it's relevant for all of you. If you'd like the show notes uh, that ha- will have links to relevant episodes and other fun things, uh, go to LegacyLaunchpadPub.com slash blog slash resolutions. I would like you to know that my cat Bernie is now climbing all over my notes and the microphone, and that is his effort to say yes you can do it. He's never done this before. So let's take this as deeply, deeply significant. Okay, so I'm going to talk about something that I find very cheesy and I am actually fundamentally opposed to when it comes to personal goals. And that is that idea of smart goals. You guys have heard about smart goals. All the coaches talk about it. Specific, measurable, Uh, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. I think it works very well in this case. So let's talk about specific. If you decide you want finishing your book or writing your book to be your New Year's resolution, please don't just have it be, uh, I will write a book next year. Make it specific. I will publish my nonfiction how-to book by this September, next September, whatever. You know what I mean? Okay, so let's talk about measurable. Give yourself a page count over a time count. This is my personal opinion based on what has worked for me. When I was writing full-time and living in New York um, and I was just, you know, surviving on my book advances, I had to deal with myself. It was, I will write three pages a day. 
And before I start those three pages, I will revise the three pages before. Now, if you're on your first book, um, it's I don't recommend going back and revising because you could just get stuck in this endless hole. By the time I was doing that, I published several books and I'd had years of magazine writing. And so I felt that I wasn't, I knew I was, plus I had a deadline that I had to get my book in. Um, so I knew I wasn't going to rewrite myself into the ground and get off track. But um, but that was my deal. Three pages a day. If you vow to do three pages a day, you could have a 45,000 word book in 80 days. I had to do that math before recording this, just to be clear. If you're hiring a company, make sure you're entirely clear with them on the dates. Let's say you know you want to hire a company. It uh, doesn't have to be mine. But let's say you want to publish uh, by the fall. Now is the time to reach out, make an arrangement with that company so that you actually follow through, make some sort of financial commitment. Because otherwise, I've seen you guys. I've seen you. I've seen you working on books for years and years and years and never finishing it. I don't want that. So let's talk about accountability. I'm going to tell you about a study. The American Society of Training and Development ASTD for short, they did a study on accountability and they found that you have a 65% chance of completing a goal if you commit to someone. It's pretty high. And if you have a specific accountability appointment with the person you've committed to, you will increase your chance of success by up to 95%. So, I I have a, an accountability group that I run, the Inner Circle. This is not an ad for that. It only opens for membership a few times a year. If you are interested in it, definitely go uh, to launchpadinnercircle.com and find out. That's a group uh, that someone on my team runs. Uh, they meet five days a week, 10 a.m. Pacific time. They write, they workshop. I go there occasionally. Um, it's we've published, it's been around for a couple of years, and I think at least eight books have been published as a result of it. And lots of lifelong friendships made. Anna here. Now, are you an entrepreneur who wants to write and publish a book about your own failures turned successes? Well, good news. That's what my company, Legacy Launchpad, does. Find out more at LegacyLaunchpadPub.com. That's LegacyLaunchpadPub.com. Now, should you do a book, you ask? I think so. Why? Because you're worth it. Now back to the show. However, you don't need to join a group. You can have a buddy you report to. My very first book, this is something I've talked about a lot, so I hope it doesn't uh, bore people if I have talked about it before. By the way, I just panicked that this wasn't recording. This is totally recording. Um... When I decided to write my first book, Party Girl, I was staying with my friend Melanie in London. And she said, I really want to write a novel. And I said, I really want to not have read a novel. And that was something, you know, I'd had that conversation many times. And that was usually where it ended. She said, well, why don't we become accountability partners and let's send each other pages every week? And I said, sure. I live in Los Angeles where people flake so much that saying sure doesn't actually mean anything. I'd forgotten she lives in London. So then I come home and the following Sunday I get her 500 words was what we had agreed to. I get her 500 words of her book and I'm like, oh my God, this bitch was serious. So I don't want her to know I didn't know she was serious. So I write 500 words and I send them off to her and I'm like, phew, that's done. Following Sunday, I get 
the next 500 words of her book. And I'm like, oh my God, I really have to do this. The deal we had was we were not going to read each other's work. We were simply turning it into each other. Now those thousand words that I'm talking about became the first thousand words of Party Girl. They didn't change. Melanie ended up becoming this massively successful TV personality and never actually did her book. But that is what can happen. There are people um, I know I've had on this podcast, namely Jesse Anderson and Rob Fitzpatrick. Definitely go back and listen to those episodes because they're gems. I'll link to them in the show notes. They talk about writing a book in public. So their accountability are their followers, their fans, the people on their newsletter list, the people who follow them on Twitter. Um, So have accountability. Related to that, be building your audience at the same time. And rather than saying, numbers like, I'm going to have 2,000 Instagram followers by February, make it what you can control. Maybe it's, I will have a lead magnet determined by February and the newsletter set up by March. Or in April, I'll send out two newsletters and I'll post three times a week in May on all the platforms, whatever it is. I do have an episode about uh, sending out newsletters, how authors can use newsletters uh, with Holly Darling. I will also link to that in the show notes. So, You can have a journal. I set this whole episode sounds like a big old ad and it's not. I have a journal, the right method, where you log your goals um, and your progress in it. But you don't need that. You could do it in a notebook. You could do it as a Word doc on your computer. Okay, so let's talk about achievable. Do not set yourself up for failure. There is no need to say you'll publish your book by March. But do set goals that will require you to stretch. You can always go faster than you'd set yourself up to. But when you start missing the goals you've set for yourself, I've seen it so much, the easier it is to just go F it and stop. So it's it's a, it's a fine art setting a goal that will challenge you, but also not discourage you. Okay, so relevant, that's the R in SMART. Always remind yourself of your why. Maybe you even want to print it out and put it on a post-it or tape it to your computer. Maybe it's, I am writing this book because it will help me share my story with potential clients who can hire me. Maybe it's, I'm writing this to be a hero to my kids, whatever it is. And it may change over time, but your why will keep you going when you may want to give up. Okay, and finally, time-bound. Like Achievable, give yourself enough time to do it with lots of smaller intermediate goals set up along the way. There's this wonderful book, The Power of Habit, uh, by Charles Duhigg. He's a former New York Times writer. It was a New York Times bestseller. And he says, in, he says, focus on these small wins so you can make gradual progress. If you're building a habit you're planning for the next decade, not the next couple of months. And that's why having accountability helps. You get a little rush from the support that uh, your peeps provide um, and, and celebrate all the wins. You know, I when I was writing Party Girl, I didn't know what the hell I was doing writing a book. Um, but I but, you know, I would go to my regular meeting, um, like a 12 step group, and I was really close to them. And I'd be like, I finished chapter one and I finished my first draft and I finished my second draft. And my book is coming out and I had people who were witnessing it. I think um, this road is not a super, there are easier roads. So make sure you celebrate um, and bring your audience that you're developing along for the ride. Let them celebrate your wins. And um, that's how 
you can write your book next year. So I hope you loved this episode. A happy new year. A happy new year to you. Maybe you're listening to this not at the time you're supposed to. All of this can be applied at any time of year. But, you know, people, we we love our resolutions. You know how that is. So thank you so much for listening. Um, I look forward to you writing your book next year. Thanks for joining me this week on Entrepreneur Publishing Academy with Anna David. For more info about the show, go to entrepreneurpublishing.academy where you can get links to show notes and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, and all the other places. Speaking of those places, if you got anything out of this show, I can't tell you how much I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. And please, don't forget you can tell an author or entrepreneur friend about the show. Another forget-me-not, my company, Legacy Launchpad Publishing, is available to help industry leaders and those with stories to share at any stage in their publishing journeys, whether that's writing, editing, or publishing. Just go to LegacyLaunchpadPub.com to find out more. And be sure to tune in next week for next week's episode. You know, if you subscribe, you never have to worry about missing one.